Hi, my name is Craig Lowen. I'm a program manager working at Microsoft on the Windows subsystem for Linux, or WSL. And I'm here to talk to you all about the latest feature coming to WSL, which is support for Linux GUI applications. This means that you'll be able to run all kinds of visual Linux GUI apps now with WSL. So we're expanding it from just command line to GUI as well. And I'm going to give you what you can do with it, how it works, some demos, and how it actually all works behind the scenes as well. Up until now, WSL is focused just on the command line. But with Linux GUI app support, this opens up a whole range of opportunities for you as a developer. Uh, starting right away with building your app, you now have access to a fully Linux-based IDE, so integrated development environment. If you've ever used VS Code Remote, that is an awesome way to interact, build, test, and debug your Linux apps. That, now ex that same experience now branches over to other editors. You can use JetBrain-based editors. You can use, use editors like gedit or gvim. And these are all running fully in a Linux environment, making it a lot easier to debug and run your Linux applications. As well, beyond just developing, you can also use this for testing. Uh, with the ability to run browsers now directly in a Linux environment, you can test exactly how your website would look and behave on Linux. And lastly, you can run this just in general to run Linux apps with things like microphone support, as well as uh, GPU acceleration. This works great with apps like Audacity, Gazebo, uh, or Blender even, to just have a easy Linux environment to run these apps in. So when you have GUI app support enabled on your machine, uh, you can just run any Linux app basically the same way that you'd run any Windows app. They're startable from the start menu. They appear on the taskbar. They're fully interactable windows. And you can use them just the same that you would use any app to develop, test, or run your applications. A really great example that I mentioned is using an IDE, so accessing something like, let's say, gedit to go and edit your .bashrc file on startup uh, is just one of the many applications that you can use. Uh, personally, I use it when doing things like Python, and I want to quickly visualize a data set. I use matplotlib, and I can quickly pop that open, even though I'm debugging and running my application fully in a Linux instance. Let's jump in and take a look at how you can actually use WSL GUI apps inside of your inner dev loop workflow. So I'm going to jump on over to my laptop that I have here. And here, I just have my website running. Uh, the first thing that I usually do is open up code dot uh, to use VS Code Remote. And as I talked about before, I have a full Linux environment where I can test, debug, run my app. And you can really see that by, if I hover over a file, it's ending in a Linux file ending. And so using GUI apps, let's go ahead and edit some of these files using another editor. So I'm going to open up a file, the same one that I had open inside of VS Code Remote, using gedit. Uh, I'm opening this straight from the command line. You can see it runs here. And this is an actual Linux GUI app running on Windows. It behaves just like a regular Windows Windows does. And if I go and open up another window, like About, you can even see that I have amazing drop shadow here, just like your normal Windows do. Um, what really gives it away that this is a Linux app is the tiling at the top. And if I go and open a file, you can see I have a GTK-based file picker here, which really proves uh, that this is a Linux app. And so I can go in and edit, debug, and test my file from here and my whole project. So I'm going to run bundle, bundle exec Jekyll serve watch, which is definitely a tongue twister. I'm going to open this up. And here's my website that I'm 
debugging and testing. And going back to uh, gedit, I can go in and change these values. So let's say I want to change this to 00FF00. I go save this. My website automatically reloads. And there we go. I now have a, a gorgeous bright green here um, <laughs> for my website. And so now that I've gone ahead and, and run that, um, we can do other interesting things like run Thunar. Thunar is a Linux-based uh, file explorer. And just to really close the loop on why WSL is awesome is that this is a fully integrated workflow between Linux and Windows. When I go open with, you'll actually see an open with uh, Windows File Explorer. Let me move it over so you can make sure you see it. And this is something that I've created where I basically made a, a Linux-based uh, shortcut to a Windows process of File Explorer. And when I click that, I'll open that folder inside of Windows File Explorer. Um, and you can even see the Linux here showing that we are opening this inside of our Linux subsystem. So that's pretty neat and uh, pretty mind-blowing on how integrated these are. And really, just to close the loop, let's take a look at a test script that I have here. So this uses a tool called Playwright. And this is going to test my app um, using the Linux version of Chrome. So I run this, and I go open some pages. I'm actually not touching anything because it's running automated tests on my Linux browser instance uh, to make sure that I'm ready to go push this live. Uh, so this is a really basic example of how you can use GUI apps to go from A to Z of everything from writing to your code to testing it to deploying it um, into production. GUI app support also includes audio support for both uh, hearing and recording using your microphone on your machine. So I have a demo, so I can jump on over to my laptop. Here I'm in this folder called audio test. And you can see that I have two files here. This is a Python script that I found online um, where it is uh, basically making a spectrograph using a fast Fourier transform on your audio. It's showing you what frequencies the audio coming in from your microphone is being recorded at. So if I go ahead and run this, um, I get a matplotlib, which is uh, basically just a plot of the audio. And then I can see what I'm saying right now is actually being filtered to this raw audio signal here. And then a fast Fourier transform is being done on it here to show what uh, frequencies are most prevalent in my voice. Uh, this is a really cool example of just how quickly you can use WSLG to get a simple app running um, that even includes support for your microphone. We also include support for GPU acceleration in Linux GUI apps. That's kind of a complicated term, but I can break it down really easily. It means that we'll actually be leveraging the GPU that you have on your Windows machine to increase performance inside of your Linux GUI apps. Uh, this is for applications that do complex 3D rendering using OpenGL. They can actually leverage GPU compute support inside of WSL uh, to make these rendering processes go faster uh, inside of your Linux instances. So. The best way to show this off, obviously, is with a demo. I'm over here on uh, my terminal window, and I'm going to run Blender. Blender is a app that you can use to make uh, basically 3D models of things, animations, and even simulations. So I run it here. You can see it pops up in the Start menu. And I've created a project called WreckingBall.Blend. Um, and from here, I'm going to pull it back to the beginning. And I'm going to run it. And I basically made a simulation of a wrecking ball coming in and hitting some cubes. Uh, this is pretty cool to see. And you can actually see that it's running pretty performantly. 
When I go back on over to my uh, task manager view, uh, you can see that the graphics card that I'm using here is actually being um, having its cycles be used to increase the performance of this pretty costly simulation. Uh, this means that your apps are going to be performant and work quite well, even for really complex tasks uh, like rendering a simulation inside of Linux. Behind the scenes, whenever you start up your WSL distribution, we now start up a companion distro uh, called a system distro. Uh, what this means is that your actual distro that you're used to where all your user space binaries are, uh, whenever you install a GUI app, that's installed in your user distro. And inside of the system distro, we have everything necessary uh, to run all of your Linux GUI app support. So that includes an X server, um, which is an X Wayland server and a Wayland server. So we can run both X11 apps and Wayland apps. As well, it includes a audio pulse audio server to support all the audio interfaces. Most interestingly, it also includes a free RDP uh, implementation that goes and communicates over the RDP, which stands for Remote Desktop Protocol. It communicates over that RDP protocol to uh, a Windows RDP client. And so that's how the actual apps themselves show up on your screen. So I actually have a diagram of what this fully looks like over here. It looks a little complicated, but really the uh, end point is that on in WSL, we have a virtual machine that is running everything uh, that you need to have. Uh, the apps themselves run inside of your user distro, but all of the nitty gritty details run in the system distro. And this connects over to an RDP client on Windows to make this whole process possible. Inside of the Windows Insider program right now, we actually have some other awesome WSL features. The first is WSL dash dash install. We made it really easy to install WSL. It's just one command line now, WSL dash dash install. Uh, you can use this to do everything uh, to set up WSL, including getting a distro. And even when you have WSL installed, you can use that command to install other distros uh, like Debian, Kali Linux, Ubuntu, OpenSUSE, et cetera. The other feature that I am hugely excited for is WSL dash dash mount. This lets you mount disks that are formatted in Linux file systems directly into WSL. So for example, let's say I have a, another disk in my machine that is formatted in, in an ext4 format because I also like to dual boot on my machine. I can now mount that disk directly into WSL and edit those files, making it a lot easier to interact with files that I would be interacting with normally through dual booting. So for this section of tabs versus spaces, I've convinced Craig to do some rapid fire questions and answers with me. And so we're just gonna jump straight into it. And Craig, my first question is, how do I know if my app is running on Linux or Windows? So one of the easy ways that we make to identify this is in the taskbar, we put a little tux, which is a little penguin, like a symbol of Linux icon on the bottom right of the icon in Linux. So that's the easiest way you can just see that and know right away that it's running in Linux. And will I be able to pin my Linux apps to the Windows start menu or task menu? Yeah, so you can pin them right away to start menu. Uh, if you hit start and you go to your, uh, it's under your a folder of your Linux distribution name. So for example, if you're running Ubuntu, it's under a folder called Ubuntu. You can find all your Linux apps there and you can pin them right away to your start menu just by right clicking and hitting pin to start like you would any other app. Tell me about the current compatibility with VirtualBox and VMware. 
So in the past, on older versions of VMware and VirtualBox, you haven't been able to run WSL side by side because both run a type one hypervisor and they were conflicting. Luckily, on VMware 15.5.5 and higher and VirtualBox 6 and higher, you can run both WSL and those products simultaneously. Let me ask you about RAM consumption. Can I limit the amount of RAM that I'm consuming? Yes, you totally can. So by default, we allocate a maximum RAM limit on the WSL2 VM of 50% of your total RAM on Windows. Uh, but you can limit that by, or change it to any value you want, by editing a .wsl config file in your user profile on Windows. Uh, the instructions on how to do this are on our docs uh, at aka.ms slash docs. Does WSL work well with Git version control? Yes, uh, WSL has awesome integration with Git version control. Uh, you can use it entirely in Linux, or you can actually map your, your uh, credentials manager to use the Windows credential manager to basically query if you're authorized or not, uh, making it really easy to use both your Windows Git and your Linux Git simultaneously. Um, how about Docker? Do Docker containers work with WSL? Yes, more good news. Uh, Docker Desktop is integrated with WSL2. Actually, they now use WSL2 as their default engine to power uh, Docker Desktop on Windows. And so when you're using Docker Desktop, if you're using it right away now, uh, you likely are already using WSL2 for that. And you can even use the same containers inside of Linux as you are inside of Windows. So getting into more of the GUI apps situation, um, so the Linux GUI apps um, when I am working with them, am I able to cut and cut and paste from a Linux GUI app and paste it into a Windows app? Yes, we have full support for cut and paste inside of Linux GUI apps, as well as other tools uh, like color filters, which is an accessibility tool to make your whole screen black and white, for example, or tools like Magnifier work with them as well, um, which is really exciting. Oh, and where are my Linux GUI apps stored? All of the Linux GUI apps are actually stored inside of your Linux user space binaries. So if you download and install them, they're stored just like any other app would be inside of WSL. Can I access Windows files from the Linux GUI apps? Yes, it's just as easy as using regular WSL to access those files. All you need to do is go to slash mount, and then all of your Windows drives are there, like C, D, E, et cetera. You go into those, and you can access and use them fully. Hmm. Is uh, the Windows GUI app um, open source? Uh, yes, all of WSLG, which is the code name uh, for Linux GUI app support in WSL, is open source. It's available at github.com slash Microsoft slash WSLG. What about uh, as far as like the system distro, what, what distro is being used there? So excitingly, we're actually using a distro called Mariner, which is a distro that is built by Microsoft. Um, and so it's user space distro that's historically being used uh, for server applications inside of Azure. We're now extending its use to also support um, the hosting the server, like the Wayland and X server to support these GUI apps inside of WSL. Hmm. So WSLG, is that something where I'll need updates from time to time? And if so, how, how do I go about an update? As of right now, yeah, you will need to update WSLG just like any other program. Uh, WSLG is installed via an MSI file. And then once you have it installed, it's automatically updated uh, using Microsoft Update. So just like any other third-party driver is updated on your machine when you hit check for updates. It's the exact same story for WSLG. 
And you can even enforce a manual update by typing in WSL space dash dash update. So much good information as always, Craig. Thank you for joining me on Tabsverse Spaces. Uh, running through all these rapid fire questions, showing us demos and letting us know about this uh, great new feature of WSL. Um, I hope to have you back again soon with more exciting news. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me uh, being on Tabs versus Spaces and obviously Tabs all the way. <laughs>